and welcome to the 27th edition of a Yeah Guys podcast. I am your host, Aram, and I'm joined with uh, my two co-host beauties, Josh and Parker. Uh, and we're going to go over some uh, college football, NFL action. Uh, we'll start in the college football realm. We had a bunch of uh, bowl games go down, and then we had the start of the playoffs. Um, and I guess we'll we'll start in a row here. We'll do uh, Houston at Auburn. Um, let's see here. There was a lot of good games. I know uh, Houston and Auburn, it wasn't the... It was not the most uh, high scoring. It was 17-13 Houston. Uh, that was actually a good game. Watch the highlights. Um, but I'm sure Josh on the next one is going to be excited for this one. Uh, Clemson taken down uh, Iowa State. I guess we can stop on this. Uh, Josh, I don't know uh, if you – I think you were tracking it on the last podcast. But uh, I, I look back at the highlights and honestly Clemson's defense kind of shut the door uh, in the second half, especially on the last drive. What do you think? Yeah, the defense definitely uh, stepped up, clutched up for us there in the end. Um, I will say I thought it was a little interesting with DJ uh, late in the game. It's you know it's still a one possession game. We've got some critical third and medium, third and long situations, and they they're running draw plays, and it's uh, it was just interesting to me because it it feels like the coaching staff and the coordinators just don't have a lot of faith in DJ. So with uh, with another big recruit of a quarterback coming in uh, as a mid-year enrollee, I believe, uh, I'll be interested to see uh, how that quarterback battle plays out for next season. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely a close one, Parker. I don't know if you uh, ended up watching this one. We were doing the podcast while it happened. Did you ever watch the highlights of this? I did not watch any of the highlights of this game. I, I just remember Josh talking about it uh, on the on the last podcast. I right. I don't know if they ended up winning during our our podcast or not. But I think, I think they did. The end, I feel really. like they did. I feel I'm like pretty did. sure. I'm, I think I mentioned at the end. I was like, "Yo, Clemson just won." Yeah, yeah. So honestly, uh, I had to look back at the highlights, but just looking at it, it was fun to watch these two teams go at it because it was very competitive. Uh, but Clemson's defense stepped up at the end there. Uh, next game on tap, we got uh, Oklahoma, um, 47-32, um, and I, I need to go uh, uh, kind of quick here. Oh, we, uh, we we did Cincy and Alabama, and that was kind of just a, a crap show. It, it was kind of close in the first half. I don't know if you guys uh, watched it, but um, we'll, we'll kind of move on. Alabama uh, handled business. Same with Georgia. Uh, we'll see uh, Georgia and Alabama uh, in the championship game, which we'll predict uh, today. Uh, Notre Dame, I don't have the score right now because I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. If 35, you guys have it. 37, uh, or 37, 35, rather, uh, Oklahoma State won. That's why I call you guys beauties. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> next one, we got Notre Dame. I am not at that game either. I don't know if you guys are. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. There we go. Oklahoma State, 37, 35. Um, and honestly, watching this, this whole bowl game week was just competitive. A lot of good games and includes this one. Um, 37, 35 came down to the last drive. Um, Notre Dame had a big lead in the first half and kind of blew it, uh, in the second half. And it was kind of tough to go, to go out like that. Uh, if you're Notre Dame, especially with their new head coach, but we'll see, um, how they fare next year. Um, Pitt and Michigan state, this as well came down to the, uh, the last drive. Um, it was competitive game. Michigan state, uh, kind of just pulled away. Their defense played very well in the second half. Just watching the highlights on that one. Uh, Kentucky, Iowa, that was a, a day game. Uh, I don't have the score. There we go. 2017. Uh, yeah, 2017. Honestly, a competitive game, <laughs> just like all of these games. Um, and it came down. I don't know if it came down to the final drive, but 2017 uh, was the final there. Uh, I'm sure if Tony comes on, he'll talk about uh, Ohio State. But maybe so can I can talk little... about Ohio yeah, State. <laughs> we can definitely take a little bit of a pause on this one because – 
it was just the Smith and Jigba show, uh, really. Uh, 15 catches, 347 yards, three touchdowns, and Ohio State comes back in the fourth quarter with a win, 48-45. to 45. I mean, Parker, we'll start with you. Uh, we kind of mentioned it, two of their top wide receivers out, but we said maybe Smith and Jigba is going to have a career day. And really, he had a... <laughs> I, it's not even a career day. It's double that, isn't it? It's it's uh, it's 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 called a, a record breaking day uh, for for Mr. Smith uh, Ninjigba, who, you know, he had th- three touchdowns, three hundred and forty seven yards. I mean, guys, uh, that is That's video. Uh, that is absolutely crazy. <laughs> and, and you even go up to C.J. Stroud, five hundred and seventy Seven. yards. <laughs> Oh my God! Six touchdowns like that is that you know that's 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 just crazy and you know you probably don't know this around but uh, Marvin Harrison's uh, son is uh, on the Ohio State Buckeyes as well. Uh, six Uh-oh. catches, <laughs> seventy-one yards, three touchdowns. So I don't know. Must run in the family in there, but yeah, it it really was a close game. You know, even with those mind-boggling stats, um, Ohio State only managed to win by a field goal. Uh, at the end of the game. So, uh, you know, they just, uh, you know, their offense looked um, probably, you know, the, the best that it's looked all year long. And uh, they were missing their, you know, top two threats. And um, their defense still uh, can continues to be kind of their uh, problem, their uh, weakness. So they got to get that fixed up this offseason uh, to, you know, really want to, you know, punch that ticket to the championship game again. Yeah, I agree. And Josh is going to you, you know, watching Clemson, Iowa State, just a different story there. And then going to this game, 48-45, just an absolute shootout. I don't know if you watched it, but uh, any thoughts on it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely watched it. Uh, actually, my my final score prediction last week was actually uh, the exact score at halftime. Uh, <laughs> so that was pretty uh, interesting. Uh, Ohio State, the – I mean, they said in the beginning of the game, you know, they were comfortable uh, with getting into a shootout if it came down to it. But uh, the big thing was that their defense kind of uh, flipped the switch in the second half. They only gave up three points until uh, that touchdown late in the fourth quarter. So I think their defense uh, turning it around is really what helped them. The offense, you know, they were cruising the whole game. But uh, I think the defense uh, flipping the switch in the second half is what really helped them uh, make that comeback. Yeah. I agree. And a quick note, talk about defense. You know, I saw a video. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw it. It was kind of a film room breakdown of Utah's cornerbacks, and they were getting all over the – they were getting ran horizontally, vertically. It was embarrassing to, <laughs> if, if you're a coach to watch that happen. I mean, just the numbers speak for itself. 573 yards in the air is just not a good way to end the season. I'm sure that will be a, a priority for the next season. But a good game, um, and I guess – to end it here, we, we can go to Baylor and Ole Miss. Uh, Matt Corral's last game uh, at Ole Miss, and it you know it kind of just ended abruptly uh, because Very of the injury. Sad. Yeah, um, but you know positive news is not that it doesn't uh, require surgery. His ankle uh, injury, so um, I guess uh, that can kind of uh, wrap it up. Baylor wins twenty one to seven. And Parker, we'll start with you. Any thoughts on this uh, kind of a fun fun bowl game week? Yeah, um, I mean, we've seen a lot of teams with, uh, you know, coaches, you know, going all around different teams, uh, transfer reporter, all this type of stuff. And, you know, we've we've seen these teams still fight, you know, to the end and, uh, you know, try to win because it's really just next man up. I mean, the guys winning are, you know, even the uh, 
interim coach, I mean, you give them, you know, people that might want to hire you a, a week of film. And, you know, if you, you know, look good um, against a, a good team in a, in a bowl game, it could, you know, help you out. And it's just good to see, you know, these schools still fight, uh, you know, even with stars uh, going into the transfer portal and uh, coaches leaving. Yeah. Josh, anything to add? Yeah, so uh, I think that uh, that Ole Miss-Baylor game uh, sparked a little bit of a, a debate just with the whole Matt Corral situation. You know, you've got uh, Kenny Pickett who opted out of the bowl game. Uh, and then, you know, people saying, oh, he doesn't really love the game or, you know, he's letting his team down and all this stuff. Uh, you right. know, and from his perspective, you know, it's a business decision. And then you've got guys like Matt Corral that go out there, you know, like, oh, you know, that's what you should do. And then all of a sudden – you know, Boom. all of a sudden, I mean, fortunately for him, it doesn't seem to be anything major, but, you know, injuries do happen. And uh, so I think there was a an interesting debate there on both sides with, uh, you know, whether or not sitting out is the right thing to do or not in, in some of these uh, some of these bowl games. And then uh, the other thing I wanted to mention real quick was that a lot of people uh, were on Cincinnati a little bit for uh, getting beat. What was it about twenty one? About twenty twenty one to uh, Bama. Um, but an interesting fun fact was that uh, before these past semifinal games, I think I saw a stat where I think like ten out of fourteen or sixteen or something of the semifinal games uh, were all decided by seventeen points or more. So. Uh, kind of seems to be that in college football uh the semifinals it, it almost doesn't seem to matter who's playing who the semifinals uh you usually just seem to have one team winning big which you know, that was the case this year yeah and uh that also will spark a little bit of a debate because if you if you've already got blowouts in a four-team playoff uh hard to imagine what's going to happen if you expand to eight or six eight you know? So yeah, that would you know that's a good point there because I th- I think if if people would you know be on the other side saying no we don't want you know eight teams or you know whatever they could just point to that that stat right there and say you know we're already having blowouts you know what why just delay the inevitable the you know inevitable of what's going to happen of the number one and number two teams coming you know to 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 match up in the final you know exactly. Yep. Yeah, I, I actually agree with that, really, because when it comes down to it, it's usually the first two teams that are ranked in college football that face off against each other. You know, here and there you may get exceptions, but I think this format is probably for the best, and it kind of proved itself in the semifinals here. But uh, should Although, be... to, to be on the other side of that, if you make an eight-team playoff, it gives us matchups that we're not normally used to seeing, which would be kind of fun. Right. Kind of had that with the bowl games this year, so I don't know. You know, I mean that's just like every year, like like every bowl game's like predetermined, like not of teams, but like for example, the um the Rose Bowl is is always I believe it's the best SEC team or uh pack t- uh pack ten or twelve or whatever they are, and uh, the best Big Ten team. So it it's it's always gonna be you know Big Ten versus that. But if, if we have a an eight-team, you know, playoff or whatever, we could see, like, a, a really unlikely matchup of, you know, I don't know, Miami versus Ohio State, which, you know, like, never happens. Like, not to say Miami would ever make it that, <laughs> that far, but, you know, 
Right. And that'd be like a classic matchup, you know? Right. And I, I think that we're getting towards expansion, whether people want it or not. I, I think that, you know, the people really high up, uh, they're going to realize that more games is usually uh, more money. So I think that's right. the direction that they're, they're going to get to uh, eventually. I agree yeah. with that. I think it's it's going to happen. Yeah, we'll definitely see. But uh, for now, it's really just Bama and Georgia dominating the show. So, um, well, we'll get into the predictions of that uh, soon. But uh, what we'll do now is we'll hop over to the NFL side um, and start to, to recap that. Um, and this is the second to last week in the NFL. So it's, you know, getting down to the end. Uh, we yeah. saw a bunch of teams clinch. Uh, we saw a bunch of teams kind of just – uh, seal their fate and uh, uh, won't be making the playoffs, and we'll talk about that as they come. But uh, we'll start with Buffalo uh, at home, a good win uh, against Atlanta. Um, nine, uh, sorry, 29 uh, We'll stop here at Chicago, dominating win. Uh, Parker, me and you were kind of talking about it. Mike Glenn uh, should not be a starter for any NFL team. I don't team. know how that this guy is still, still in the league. I mean, I really uh, don't. You should tell me. You should tell us uh, his his uh, stats if you have it. If not, I can I can pull uh, it up. I I can uh, get it for you. Just give me one se- second here, because uh, it it really is just absolutely mind boggling just how poor he played on. <laughs> on, on I, I mean, I have it. I can say it if you don't. Okay, I mean, I've got it right here too. I okay, mean, go ahead. Here, I'll say the uh, completions and attemptions, and and you can say the yards. Okay. Okay. So he gotcha. went four. Of 11. For 24 yards. <laughs> I mean, that's all you need to say. I mean, what else is this zero, game going to look like? Zero passing touchdowns, two interceptions. He got sacked four times. And what's crazy is uh, he had a one rush for 13 yards, which was over half of, of the passing day. yards. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just really just uh, – uh, 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 a shot of of shock the fact that this guy is is starting over so, like you guys cannot tell me that there isn't someone who's a free agent right now that is better more athletic than Mike Glennon you say that you can't say that there's not one cuz that guy is so unathletic and i mean it's just it's just crazy i mean if you guys want to want to talk about this about this one before I get into it, you guys can. Otherwise, I can just get straight into it. Honestly, I really don't have much thoughts. I was just watching and just watching all the turnovers happening. There wasn't much going on. A few touchdowns from Chicago. I don't know about you, Josh. No, I'll let, I'll let Parker yeah. take it away. Yeah, it's just uh, – it really doesn't – like, this game just it didn't matter. Who, who cares? Matthew Nagy is just coaching for his life at this point, and Joe Judge – is 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 the most delusional head coach in the National Football League right now. He, I mean, I don't know if you guys seen that article that uh, he said people have been flooding into his into his office begging to stay with the team next year. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely <laughs> tuned into that article. You trust guys me. cannot be serious with that with that comment. I mean. Let's be honest. Who's running into his office saying, "Joe Judge, I would love to be a part of your four and twelve football team next year. I can't wait to dive into it again. I can't wait to be your your fourth receiver on the roster and get you know two balls thrown to me for the first eight weeks of the season or whatever Kadarius." <laughs> 
Tony had as a stat line. I mean, but you know, that's besides the point. New York is obviously a mess, but Chicago is a mess too. And there's really nothing to talk about uh, game wise. Um, other than uh, congratulations to Robert Quinn for uh, breaking the Bears sack record, 18 sacks in a season for him. So uh, it's good to see him, you know, try, even though, you know, other people might not be trying. So, um, but anyway, who cares about the game? 29 to three. Uh, who, who cares? <laughs> uh, Bears improved at six and six and 10, but uh, of just a funny little uh, triangle or whatever quarterback triangle, or there's actually six. So I don't know what that would be, but um, six quarterbacks here. Uh, Ryan Pace has been involved with uh, that. We're at the game uh, on Sunday. So we're going to start way back a long time ago when Ryan Pace took over. Uh, he had Jay Cutler as his quarterback, right? And he actually, mm-hmm. he, he cut him uh, before the season started. So, um, he was gone, uh, and, but he was actually invited to that game, right? So he was invited to the game. He was in, he was in attendance, uh, and he was there to watch Glennon versus Dalton, right? Uh, Mike Glennon versus Andy Dalton. So we have Andy Dalton, uh, and Mike Glennon. Remember Mike, Mike Glennon was signed right after, uh, Jay Cutler was cut. So he was in there to replace Jay Cutler and then, we're going to go down to Trubisky, right? Trubisky was brought in. Uh, he was drafted later uh, that offseason after the Bears signed Mike Glennon. And um, so Trubisky, he wasn't there. He was the only one of these quarterbacks that wasn't there. But we move on from Trubisky. We have Foles, right, who, who backed up Dalton. Um, Foles was there. Uh, he replaced Trubisky or was, was brought in to replace Trubisky. And when that failed, they brought in Andy Dalton, and they signed him this, off, this past offseason. So we have Andy Dalton, who was there to replace Foles. Foles was there to replace Trubisky. Trubisky was there to replace Glennon, and Glennon was there to replace Cutler. But then we go from Fields, or from Dalton to Fields. So then we have Fields, who then is here to replace Dalton, and it just starts the, you know, the, the whole thing down again. So it's just... Just crazy to see the situation of having all these quarterbacks that have been a bear, you know, over the 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 tenure that you know Pace has been here, and you know they've all been pretty bad. So uh, this guy's got to be gone, and I I can't believe that there's reports going around that he might stay with the team. It's, it's, in, it's interesting how Jake Cutler was at the game. He was actually sitting at the game. He was watching. Yep, he was in oh. attendance. Interesting. Maybe he's making a a comeback. Who knows? <laughs> no, I think I'm pretty sure Chicago just picks uh, games during the season uh, to invite old players to, and I I think that just happened to be the game that they invited him to, and it happened to be uh, Mike Glennon starting. Hmm. Well, at the end of the day, Andy Dalton stood high and tall uh, on that field and came victorious. Uh, so good for him. Uh, well, we'll move on. Uh, we had a good game, Kansas City, uh, Cincinnati. I mean, if you watched it, you knew you know what happened. But uh, just a huge game for Burrow, uh, Jamar Chase, Jamar maybe Chase. Can, yeah, maybe we can uh, talk about that uh, with our overall uh, reactions of the week. But moving on, we had uh, sorry, Josh, uh, probably not the best effort for your Dolphins, uh, thir- three uh, Tennessee Titans at home. We can stop with this one, uh, Josh. We'll go to you. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you watched it, but just probably. 
uh, one of their poorest performance of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah, tough uh, tough one here. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I, I picked the Titans, but, you know, I was hoping I wouldn't be right on that one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, conditions weren't great, cold, rainy, all that stuff, but can't make excuses. You know, they had to play in the same conditions we did. Um, I think their offensive line just really dominated at the line of scrimmage, and they consistently left themselves in third and shorts. Uh, and then on the flip side, our offense – they seem to be able to put together drives, but they always just seem to stall out. Uh, and then, obviously, when you're down big late, you know, uh, you're really just in a hole. Um, I think uh, this doesn't help the uh, the doubters and the haters that you know mention the teams that we played against in our in our little win streak. Because uh, I mean, just looking at it, you know, we really didn't face. Uh, a lot of the better teams. Um, so definitely didn't help our case on that one. Uh, I don't know. I think they're still, I mean, they're still an eight and eight team. I think they're still decent, but it's, it's still very clear that, you know, there's uh, a long way to go. And uh, of course there'll be an interesting conversation. I'm sure this, this all season with, uh, with what the dolphins and management want to do with Tua going forward. Yeah. Uh, in a second here, I just want to add, you know, um, they, my, Miami probably has a, probably one of the top five or ten defenses in the league. I think they have a very good defense, and um, they can carry that into next season if they shore up a couple things. And maybe it's the quarterback position, maybe not. Um, but make make sure you have that offense, you know. Uh, it, make sure they have an identity because, you know, first it was uh, Miles Gaskin, then at the end of the season it was uh, Duke Johnson uh, at running back. They may, maybe need to – uh, shore up that position uh, and just become uh, a balanced offense, and maybe that would uh, help too, and maybe help them uh, win yeah. games uh, earlier in the season and not have to come back uh, seven games in a row. Uh, but that will uh, end the season for Miami. Anything to add, Parker? No, I mean I did not watch this game at all, so uh, yeah, you didn't miss much. You guys probably <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, yeah, I would like to add on real quick. Uh, you were talking about uh, just kind of adding on to uh, or making some changes in personnel. You know, I, I think, for, to be fair, Duke Johnson and Phillip Lindsay have both played decent uh, while they've been in Miami. But, you know, you have – you also, on the other hand, you have the Will Fuller uh, experiment. And in his one-year deal, he played 65 snaps, and that's God. that's it. So his, his one-year prove-it deal, uh, he really didn't yeah, prove he it. Might, he might not add up on, a, on an NFL roster. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Um, I mean, I don't want to dive too deep into it, but, I mean, I think for the most part, the Dolphins' biggest need is offensive line or the biggest thing they need to address. Um, because I think if you give Tua time, I think he can make good throws. Uh, the, the issue is that they have paid attention to the offensive line, but they've done it through the draft. They've They've used a first or second round pick to draft an offensive lineman for the past two or three years, I believe, and they're just not panning out. So it's either that, you know, coaches aren't developing or uh, coordinators or whoever is just not evaluating talent well at the college level. So, you know, personally, I would like to see them attack the, the offensive line in free agency. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. I just wanted to add that in real quick. Sure, yeah, and I'm sure it'll come together with all those uh, early-round picks uh, at the offensive line. It may just take a, uh, just some time, but 
I think uh, what we'll get next year is probably the best uh, we'll get from Miami uh, with the talent they have. So uh, we'll see how they fare uh, next week, uh, next year. But uh, moving on, we had the uh, Colts going down kind of in an upset. Uh, the Vegas Raiders, I believe they're still in the playoff uh, position. I'm sure there'll have to be a lot of things that go right uh, for them to, to make it in this week. But uh, they had a gritty win uh, on the road against the Colts and, uh, just a, a good one for them to to keep their uh, hopes alive. Um, and uh, moving on, uh, we had uh, New England against Jacksonville. Um, I guess Laquan Treadwell has a has a home there in the mediocre Jags. Uh, but that, that <laughs> score kind of just I mean we predicted it all fifty to ten is that that's just embarrassing. But uh, uh, kind of a fun one. The uh, Antonio Brown. We'll stop with this one as Tony <laughs> um, has just joined uh, the podcast. Welcome, Tony. <laughs> Um, here I am. <laughs> here he is. Um, and actually, perfect timing. We had uh, Antonio Brown's last game. Uh, we'll start with you, Tony. Twenty-eight, uh, twenty-four. Kind of a nail biter for uh, Buccaneer fans. Um, but uh, Tom Brady gets it done. Definitely, yeah. the The first three quarters was pretty sus, I will say. Um, but they they kind of stayed with it, and then, uh, yeah, Antonio Brown <laughs> decided to take his. Jersey pads and undershirt off, as well as his gloves, and walk around uh, towards the exit ramp, which I guess he can do that. But, uh, I guess anyway. so. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was really cool to see uh, Cyril Grayson. Um, he's a young uh, wide receiver for the Buccaneers, and for Brady to uh, to have the trust that he did um, on that final drive to go to him a few times was pretty impressive and also just 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 two minute magic uh no timeouts inside your 20 yard line um and the jets again just <laughs> i mean they probably just like hate that man with like more than a passion like the the, the fact that he's uh i think they said he's like 30 and well i think this would be his 31st win Against the jet, uh, the Jets. Good grief! Thirty-one and seven is his record, or whatever. See, yikes! Uh, but anyways, yeah, big win. Um, kind of, you're starting to see a little bit of Tampa Bay kind of struggling here down the stretch. So hopefully they can uh, get a couple of the areas uh, cleaned up. But uh, yeah, I, I guess a win is a win. Uh, do you have any thoughts, Parker? Yeah, I mean, you you pretty much nailed it uh, right on the. On the head, but uh, do do you want to talk about the Antonio Brown thing? What do you think about that? Uh, I guess if I had to say, I thought I would say that um, what he did was kind of wrong. But uh, as I say, every person is entitled to their opinion. So I guess if he really felt that in his heart to do it, um, I, you can't really stop the guy. Um, I I think what I was being told or what I heard is that he was like injured and they didn't want him back in the game and he didn't like hearing that, uh, which I don't really understand. Cause it's like, if that was true, if that was the story, it's like these guys are telling you to not go back in the game cause they care about you. Not cause they want to see you go back in there and like get hurt. Like what the heck? Um, I thought it was the other way around. Sorry to interrupt. I thought it was, he... uh, do we know the actual reason? Yeah, I don't know if there's been an official story. Tony, have you heard anything about anything official yet? I haven't. That, that, I just heard something about injured or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. But, yeah, well, I, I heard something different. I heard he was a couple receptions away from a salary bonus, and they pulled him because uh, they didn't want to pay him more money, and that's why he got a little upset. But 
Really? Uh, yeah. That's, that's yeah, what no, I heard. That's, that's an actual thing. He's, he was one touchdown away, eight catches and like 50 yards or something like that away from oh my God. a million-dollar signing bonus. Yeah. He, he, well, he had the incentives to, to keep playing, and it must have just been such a serious situation in his, uh, in his, his mind to just storm off like that. But does anyone have any final thoughts on this one? Nope. All right. Oh, well, just another win for Tampa. Yeah, another win for Tampa and another uh, comeback uh, by Tom Brady. But uh, moving on, um, Philadelphia, uh, 2016 on the road against Washington. Uh, I think uh, a couple notes on Washington. They'll be uh, announcing their uh, team name and their uh, New Jersey's in February. But that's really about it for them. Um, the Rams went on the road. A close Whoa, one, hold 2019. On, hold on, hold on. What about? Holding on. What about that railing? Oh yeah, it collapsed. Yeah, that, you know, I, I was thinking about that in my mind, but as uh, Jalen Hurts was walking off the field, a bunch of fans <laughs> fell off, and I, I, I don't want to laugh, but I see because all fans were they looked to be okay except for one of the cameramen who kicked somebody on the ground. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was just odd to see. Um, and after Jalen Hurts <laughs> wrote a letter, so a lot to the like NFL, the team falling apart. <laughs> I agree, and if their defensive line can't get to Jalen Hurts, I'm sure those fans did really quickly there. So um, <laughs> I guess we can uh, just uh, include that in the podcast. So that was pretty funny. Um, the Rams uh, on the road, 20-19 to 19, uh, against Baltimore. I'm sure Baltimore is not in it anymore. Uh, if so, they may just be uh, just a ton of scenarios to go on to, to make the playoffs. But uh, their season is likely over. The Chargers, uh, big win, 34-13. Uh, I need to check the playoff. Um, rankings because I'm I'm not sure if the charges are in there. I'm sure they are. Um, um, so it the reason why the uh, the Chargers Raiders game was flexed to Sunday night is because basically whoever wins that game gets the spot. Wow, that yeah is good football. Um, can't wait for I that one. So. Yeah, yeah, and Trey Trey Lance um got his first start. Uh, I don't know if it's his first official start, but. Uh, he had the whole game uh, against Houston, started off kind of rough. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, San Francisco 23-7 to um, with the win there. Um, Dallas going down at home against the Cardinals. Um, I got to gloat a little bit. I picked the, the Cardinals Ooh. to win this one, guys. That a kid. Uh, so, yeah. I did not. I picked Dallas. <laughs> but uh, the, rest of the, the rest of the week, I did kind of miserably. So, uh, it was bad. <laughs> um, yeah, the the Saints uh, beating the uh, Panthers uh, at home, eighteen to ten. I'm sure both teams won't make the playoffs. So this year, uh, same with Seattle, Detroit. To uh, Seattle with a big win, fifty one to twenty nine. Probably uh, Russell Wilson. I'm not sure if they play at home uh, this week, but maybe his last home game uh, in Seattle. Um, and then I, I really don't want to stop at this Sunday night football game because it was miserable. <laughs> uh, led Vikings couldn't get it done <laughs> on the road as we expected. Um, you know, I, I really don't want to add anything onto this except for the just the terrible coaching. I, I just we couldn't even get a yard on the ground, so that tells me a lot about uh, the plays being called. Um, Mon not being, like Davis not being developed yet. Daniel Carlson drafting him, cutting him after one year, and now he's one of the best kickers in the league. Not we even one year, Rob. We're talking about two games. Two games, <laughs> and now he's the best kicker in the league because he had a slight tweak in technique so we can't develop players for crap <laughs> kellen mon couldn't even get on the field over sean Mannion. that tells you everything you need to know same with wyatt davis tony i'm sure you know wyatt davis he's a he's a great uh guard and you know I'm, he couldn't make his way on the field over uli udo, Ali udo. So, 
Yeah, I mean, oh, that God. tells you all you need to really know. Our defense is in shambles. Aaron Rodgers is the king of the NFL right now with his broken toe and his unvaccinated self. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's, I, that's really all I had. I don't know if you guys want to add anything on it, Parker. I mean, I, I just want to uh, share a stat just really quickly. Um, so don't. for the, the Minnesota Vikings uh, rushing game, like Aram mentioned oh, earlier, I- Sean Mannion was actually their leading rusher. <laughs> Dual threat, like I predicted. Nice. <laughs> yeah, Who had that more was yards, all. Glennon or Mannion? Uh, they actually had the same amount. Of, uh, Mannion did, actually, by one. Elite. I have <laughs> Elite. to agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Josh, anything to add here? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> That's all you need to know, Tony? Uh, just... Uh... It's cool to see uh, Rodgers continuing to put his trust in a young receiver, Alan Lazard. Uh, he's still trying to kind of make a name for himself a little bit, and uh, he keeps keeps going to him a lot. So it, it's hey, cool. Hey, um, I, I actually do have one more thing to say. Oh, sure. Did you think that Mike Zimmer's nose was going to fall off at any point during that game? It was <laughs> as red as a reindeer, so I, I, I don't know. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm sure his whole his whole career is going to fall apart after this year. Um, so there's that. Uh, Monday Night Football, we had uh, Ben Roethlisberger probably playing his last game um, at home, and it was an emotional scene um, this, just throughout the game. But the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, more importantly, keep their playoff hopes alive against the, the Cleveland Browns, 26-14. Uh, to 14, um, And I guess uh, we can kind of stop on this game just to, for a little bit, just to kind of respect Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know if you guys – we'll start with you, Parker, just to – uh, a good way to kind of end uh, Ben Roethlisberger's tenure um, with the uh, um, the Steelers uh, at home. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about you know people don't want to admit it, but honestly, you know he's probably one of the you know top top ten quarterbacks maybe of all time. So top fifteen guys. So I mean, he's he's a Hall of Famer. Um, we're gonna have to you know acknowledge that. Uh, just a, a really star player uh, for the uh, Steelers. Had some adversity uh, early in his career and uh, was able to, you know, move past that and uh, still be one of the best uh, quarterbacks. So, yeah, we'll uh, go to Josh then Tony. Yeah, I mean, kind of just piggybacking off of what he said. You know, uh, a great career ever since he's been in the league. Uh, when he was a uh, offensive rookie of the year back in '04, you know, uh, two-time Super Bowl champ, six-time Pro Bowler. Uh, Definitely one of the uh, the bigger names, the better quarterbacks of our of our generation. Anytime you can you can stick around in the league for as long as he has, you know uh, you've been doing something right. So great career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Aram or excuse me, Parker and Josh said it perfectly. Uh, Roethlisberger, you got to put him up there as one of the best all time. Um, just the stuff he's had to go through year in and year out over the years. Um, you know, he's a big dude, and he takes a lot of hits, but he still gets up every time, and he he, he plays football with his heart, and you can definitely see that. And uh, it was it was really awesome to see how the game ended. Um, it was really cool to see him get emotional too, because that's kind of like the human aspect of it, and to see him walk around and kind of high five everyone on the lower level. That was uh, that, that was pretty sick, if you ask me. So yeah, definitely a, a good way to you know have him go out like not getting hurt or something like that. But okay. I was also just going to add. I mean, him and um, AB were probably one of the best wide receiver duos ever. I mean, they were 
they were lights out every game. You know, hundred yards were, receiving, were, touchdown every game. They were mm-hmm. top two, not two at at a certain point in, uh, of time. Exactly. Uh, exactly right. Yeah. I mean, they were nuts. Yeah. So I guess that's a that's a fun way to close out uh, uh, Big Ben's career in Heinz Field. Uh, but uh, they still have one more one more game to play with some playoff um, chances there still. So uh, we'll close the door on that. We'll go to. Uh, we made it, guys. We made it to the championship game. Um, at a at a yeah, guys. First championship prediction. Uh, it's going to be Bama and Georgia. So I mean, I guess we'll start with uh, Parker. I mean, talk about this. Predict it. We we'll do whatever you want to do. I mean, it's it's really kind of the matchup that I wanted the the least, just because <laughs> we've already seen it one, and I think we know what's going to happen in this game. I mean. Georgia played good last week, but does anyone doubt that Bama can't can't beat you know Georgia? So I really think that 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 Bama is just gonna you know take it to them. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be as high scoring as the last game, but uh, I think it definitely has the uh, possibility. And it's in it's in uh, Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium, so that's uh, it's kind of cool. But we're gonna have uh, Bama win. We're gonna have them win. Uh, 37 to uh, we're going to go 17. Okay. Josh. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen a coach be as big of a thorn in somebody else's side as Nick Saban has been to uh, Kirby smart. Like it, <laughs> it seems like no matter how good of a season Georgia has, they just can't seem to, to beat the Crimson Tide. Um, I think it's interesting. Uh, I mean, when it comes to a lot of these really good teams, you know, it's it's hard to it's hard enough to beat them once in a season, but you know, now you got to face off against them twice. Um, I think it could be a very interesting game. Uh, this Georgia is still listed as the favorites. I think that's that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, wow. Uh, yeah. Bama's uh, depending on where you look or anywhere from a you know a two and a half three point underdog. Uh, I think that's interesting. I'm I'm under the assumption Stetson Bennett will still be starting. Uh, might be another one of those uh, Jalen Hurts Tua type situations for Georgia though. Uh, you know, if one quarterback can't get it done. You know, they might go to JT. Um, I, I I do think that Georgia will figure it out a little bit on defense. Uh, you know, but I, I just don't see them getting over the hump again. I, I think Bama, I think the tide rolls here. Really, I'm, I'm gonna go with the final score of uh, thirty to twenty. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with a lot of what Josh and Parker are saying. Um, I kind of am happy that this is gonna be the final. Um, I think this is undoubtedly the the two best teams in the country, um, as it should be. Um, Cincinnati and Michigan are very honorable mentions, but I think complete uh, these two teams are your best of the best. Um, man, it's really hard to go against Nick Saban in a championship game. I, I really can't. Um, and like you said, uh, in the matchup predictor, Georgia has a 58 58- percent chance to win to Alabama's 41 I thought that was kind of shocking but uh I'm gonna say Bama 31 27 uh 
Bryce Young and uh, Jameis Williams, the vertical threat, as well as Brian Robinson on the ground. We saw what he did uh, against Cincinnati, um, and Cincinnati's been really great against the run, and what did Bama do? They went right to their strength and basically pushed Cincinnati out of the way. So, uh, yeah, I think Bama's going to win. a. I, I think Georgia will keep it somewhat close, but Alabama 31-27. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. Uh, I'm going to say uh, 23-13 uh, Bama. I think Bama is just too explosive on offense. Um, and we may see just a repeat of what happened last time they played each other. So um, not much to add on what you guys said, honestly. So uh, 23-13 uh, Bama. And, of course, I think they're going to win the championship again. I don't know how many times this has been in the last 10, 15 years, but uh, – I'm sure we'll get that uh, stat if it happens. Um, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to uh, week 18 of the NFL. Um, there's a lot of clinching scenarios, honestly. I have the page open right here, and the, it just takes too long to go over uh, all of them. But uh, a lot of the teams that are uh, close and have winning records have um, probably something to play for. And actually, the Baltimore Ravens, we'll, we'll talk about an 8-8 eight and eight team. Uh, they can clinch a playoff berth with uh, a win. Uh, a Chargers loss, an Indianapolis Colts loss, plus a Miami loss. So a lot needs to go right for uh, the the Ravens. But uh, uh, we'll start. Um, I guess these are we have some Saturday games. We have two Saturday games. I'm not sure. Um, no, but, uh, I don't think no, we have any no Monday, Monday games. games. No Monday games. Gotcha. Uh, no Thursday games actually this week. So uh, we're going right yep. to Saturday. Just kind of Saturday like- and Sunday. Yeah, the Christmas uh, weekend, kind of like that. Uh, we'll start with the Chiefs and Broncos. I'm sure the, the Chiefs have something to uh, clinch as well. Um, if I can go there. Uh, they can clinch the number one seed. Yeah, number one seed um, and home field advantage. In- with a win, a Tennessee loss, or tie. Um, so um, they can you know, probably have the playoffs go through them if they win this game. Um, I guess I, we can go right and predict it. Um, Parker. Yeah, I'm going to have the uh, Chiefs win in this game. Um, you know, Denver pretty good defensively. Last game of the season, Chiefs. Uh, you know, they want to they want to be at home this this playoff. So I think that they will, and they were they will win. And I'm going to say they're going to win. Uh, we're going to go twenty seven to uh, thirteen. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I'm also going to ride with the Chiefs on this one. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs, thirty to seventeen. Okay. All right. I'll pick the Chiefs as well, twenty-eight seventeen. Okay. I'm going with the Chiefs, thirty-four to seventeen. We're kind of the same on that. Uh, <laughs> we kind of got an ugly game uh, here with the Cowboys and Eagles. There's a lot of COVID uh, going uh, going around for both teams. I think uh, so. It could be a sloppy matchup. Uh, Parker, what's your score here? Yeah, I think. Uh... It, it's it's going to be hard for uh, Philadelphia to contain that offense, um, but uh, being at home, you know, last game of the season, they've they they've got to win this game to be uh, ten and seven. But I think that uh, Dallas will win on the road. I'm going to go twenty twenty four to uh, twenty. Nice, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm also going to go with the Cowboys uh, on the road here. Uh, I'm going to go very close to uh, Parker's. I'm going to go with the Cowboys 24-21. 
I'm actually going to go against both of you. Uh, I have not been impressed with Dallas and their offense lately. They've looked kind of yikes. Um, And I think Philly's riding some momentum here. I know they got some people out and call me crazy, but uh, (laughs) Eagles 27 to 20. How about you, Ron? Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. I'm not with you, Tony. Uh, I think you're right with Dallas' offense, (laughs) but I think they're going to win on the road. (laughs) 2017. Um, and actually, there's no real playoff scenarios for both of these teams, so I'm sure they'll just rest their players, to be honest. Um, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we got the Bengals and the Browns. And one quick note, the uh, Bengals can clinch the AFC's number one seed, um, first round bye, and a home field advantage with a win, a Tennessee loss, a KC loss, New England loss, um, or a Tennessee loss, a KC loss, and a Buffalo win. So just a lot of going on for Cincinnati. Oh, it's kind of crazy. To think that they oh uh, they could have the first <laughs> first seed. So um, Bengals at Browns, Parker. Yeah, well, I I'm pretty sure Baker Mayfield is not going to be playing in this game. So nope, um, not. I think Cleveland. Um, you know they've they've kind of had a very disappointing season, and uh, it's just they're going to go out uh, losing. Uh, Cincinnati's going to win. Uh, going to go thirty to seventeen. Nice. Uh, yeah, I I think the Bengals they definitely seem to uh, they definitely seem to be rolling right now. So uh, I'm gonna ride with the Bengals here as well. But I'm gonna say their offense really uh, pops off again. So I'm gonna go with the Bengals forty to twenty. Yeah. Uh, so actually, uh, Joe Burrow is not gonna be playing this game. He's actually gonna be resting oh. the playoffs. Yeah. Oh. I, uh, I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> no, I did not. I might. I did not know that either. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Tones. My take on that one, then. I still think it's going to be thirty to seventeen. The Browns okay. will always Browns. Come on, guys. Mm-hmm. The report was at like four o'clock, so it was, it was like literally just a little bit. You okay. Guys Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to stick with Cincinnati, though. I picked them thirty-three seventeen. Uh, I just. That that Browns offense like doesn't scare me at all, to be honest. Yeah. How about you, Rob? Yeah, yeah I agree. Maybe Case Keenum time. Uh, with that being said, I don't think they'll Pick score it. much points, many points. Uh, 21-10 Bengals. Um, yeah, like I said, the Bengals uh, need, needs a lot to, to go right for them to, to get that number one seed. But um, I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, Green Bay at Detroit. Um, nothing to really talk about when it comes to clinching. Uh, so, Parker, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, Green Bay is probably. I don't know if they're gonna, you know, rest their players or not. Have you guys heard anything about I that? I would probably guess they will because they don't have much to play to for. Play for, right? Yeah. Uh you know, with that being said, um, Jordan Love. Um, uh, I don't know. Do you guys think Jordan Love is is you know shows a lot of promise? I mean, he. This is his second year here in in Green Bay. Um, and I think some rookies this season might even look a little bit better than him. I don't know if I'm alone in that thought. Aram, do you? What do you think he, about Jordan Love? He played against a really good Chiefs defense, so I would give him a little bit more time, um, maybe a little bit of a sample size, maybe a lot more with this game because I'm sure this the Lions game. are going to be playing. Right. Well, that's going to be kind of weird, but I think just you know Green Bay, they're not going to lose to Detroit. Even their like, backups are probably better, but – uh, I think uh, Green Bay will win this game. We're gonna go uh, twenty-eight to 
17. Yeah. Uh, after that last bomb of finding out that Burrow isn't starting, I'm scared to pick anything if I don't know <laughs> if the rest yeah. of the starters or not. But, I mean, I definitely think the Packers still win this game. Um uh, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go with the Packers final score. Uh, I'll go twenty-four to ten. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So the Aaron Rodgers report. Uh, I haven't heard anything new on it, but he he said he wants to play, but the Packers, I guess, will their coaches will have the final say. I would assume. So, but uh, also just want to mention there's a according to ESPN there's a point two chance that this ends in a tie. So. Maybe. Uh, no, I was just kidding. Uh, I'm going to say Green Bay 31-10. I mean, uh, I mean sorry to cut you off or interrupt, but you'd think that Rodgers would want to play because he's, you know, he's kind of chasing that, like, MVP back-to-back. So, mm-hmm. I don't I'm know. sure he wants to chase a Super Bowl, too, so I would say yeah, wrestling he, is the best. He also said in an interview, I believe, that he, he wants to play and he wants to, you know, try to keep the momentum going heading into the playoffs so he wants to but i guess it'll be a coaching decision whether or not he does right yeah. exactly tony what was, was your score for this one again oh uh 31 to 10 green bay 31 to oh, 10 green bay. i am going all detroit on this one they're gonna end the year on nice. a win 24 <laughs> nice. i love it 24 <laughs> 13 i don't have confidence in jordan loves just wow. like uh, park was talking about um, 24-13 Detroit ending the year with a win. Uh, hopefully, we can go through this next one pretty quickly. Parker Vikings Bears. Yeah, this one, you know, this one is is really been circled on my you know calendar all year long. Mine uh, too. It's a great matchup we've got here. Uh, potentially, <laughs> Sean Mannion is going to be playing again, but we all no. know Mike Zimmer. We all know Mike Zimmer. He a is win starting is Kirk. a win. We've got to go out there and show the Bears that we are the team that they thought they said that they think that we are. You know, the Minnesota Vikings. I can already tell you that we're starting Kirk. We're going for a Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I mean, you. you guys are not on the playoffs. <laughs> Mike Zimmer did not hear that, obviously. And right. you know, just just bringing up you know this this game in Mike Zimmer. Um, I want to go over the comments that he made about Kellen Mond uh, to the media, which I think were totally uh, immature and, and disrespectful. <laughs> It shows that they, they don't know how to coach. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you don't even want to talk about it. Um, yeah, but I, I think uh, Chicago coming on the road, um, you know, I, I still think Minnesota is going to win this game because Chicago just shoots themselves in the foot so much. But who knows, uh, you know, they could win. But I think uh, Minnesota is going to win. We're going to go uh, 20 to 17. I, I thought you had the quote. I, I was gonna uh, let uh, let you take the. Floor oh, you were gonna quote. let I, me take the quote. Yeah, I, I don't have. I don't the know the quote. the quote. Yeah, it was something. I think it was something like, he said. I, he said, "Do you wanna? Do you ever consider do you wanna playing see, Mond? Yeah. Do you want to see any Amon next week? And he said, "Not he particularly." Said, nope. I watch him practice every day. I watch. I see him. I see him every day. Is what he said. Yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't be more. Then why did they pick him? Comments. Why did right. they pick him? It makes me just wonder. And they don't want to uh, develop him. They yeah. have Sean Mannion come in and take snaps from a rookie. Why? Yep. It's going to be a clean house. So that uh, is, I hope that Mannion's is, not you know, part of the plan. That to me is the dumbest thing I've ever heard from a, <laughs> from a, a, a like an organization. Uh, you know, making decisions. You know, Mike Zimmer and and I think 
that just shows Aram that Mike Zimmer doesn't care about the future. He cares about what's going on right now in this season. Exactly. You know, he's coaching he's for not, a Super Bowl this weekend. Be ready. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. He's double I'm sure, blitzes third yeah, down, baby. Gonna, I, I don't know if Justin Fields is playing or not, Aram, but I don't think it matters. But I mean, I we're coming I for would, him. Are you? You're gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna end we'll this send season. A, well, yeah, we'll send a corner uh, on third down, and we'll really get him. Chris Boyd. <laughs> yes, Chris Boyd Chris with a Boyd. K. Chris with a K. Chris with a K. Boyd, who got K. absolutely torched last weekend. Josh, you know who Chris Boyd is, don't you? Uh, and Mackenzie Alexander. Yes. Yes. Clemson alumni. Sorry. Go ahead. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Are they really? We, we love them, Clemson boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, but yeah, uh, twenty to twenty to seventeen. I think Minnesota wins. I might change, but for right now, I think Minnesota Let's wins. Go. Okay, go ahead, Josh. Um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna ride with the Vikings on this one as well. <sighs> I'm gonna say that they pull it out, twenty four to twenty. Just like Obama's is... picking the Bears. You <laughs> <laughs> <DJ laughs> wait. Justin Fields is starting this game, right? Yeah. Um, yes. I don't really know. He is. They made an announcement that he is. They yeah, God, I should that he is. Come on, but... Bears, Mr. Bears. Yeah, I, did. I I just was so I don't even care anymore. I, I want Matt Nagy gone, Matthew Nagy gone. I want Ryan Pace gone. I don't... That's all. Tony. Wow. Well, I hate to ride the ruin the momentum for you, Ron, but I'm picking the Bears in this one. Uh, Oof. Ooh. I think they're gonna. Hey. The Bears quarterback's middle name this, this week is Skyler. Okay, that's pretty sick. Uh, oh, Justin, Justin Skyler Field. Field. Uh, really? I did yeah. not know that. <laughs> I, just, I just looked. Um, but, yeah, I think the Bears get the job done. Uh, I liked what I saw. Again, again, it was against the Giants. Like They're uh, the worst team in the but, NFL. But you know what? They We're going to pull a P.J. Fleck. We're going to roll the boats. We got momentum going here. Chicago 27-19. Well, let me tell you something, Tony. Oh, we my. got a couple things on the line here. And I think <laughs> Turk Daniel Cousins is going to get his first win against the well. Bears at U.S. Bank Stadium, baby. 24-20 Vikes all the way Dang. to the Super Ooh. Bowl. Can we please move on? Hopefully we can. Uh, who do we have on tap next? Uh, we have Washington at New York. It gets even better. Even- Washington at New York. Parker, take this away. Uh, twenty-four to ten, the Washington football team wins. Okay. Uh, I'll go with uh, I'll also go with the football team. I'll go. Uh, wait, which? To... Wait, wait, wait. Which one? Uh, okay, I got you. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I guess we'll know. Uh, in a couple of weeks here. In a couple we? of weeks, we'll know. Very true. Oh my goodness. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going with Washington, the Washington football team here. In this one, uh, I'll say final score twenty to seven. Mm. Right. Don't worry about Parker. He's just trying to rattle your cage a little bit. A little yeah. rattle. Uh, Washington twenty three seventeen. I don't need anything. How are you, Rob? Uh, Dan Snyder's Washington's Red- Redskins seventeen to six. Hey, you can't say that. Oh, sorry, Washington football teams. Dan sorry. Snyder's. Um, 17 to 6. Uh, next one, we got the Colts at Jaguars. And this game, actually, there is a lot uh, on the line for this game. A lot of teams are hoping for the Colts to lose, basically. 
Um, they face the Jaguars, so 100% that will not happen. Um, Parker, what do you think? 31 to 10, the Colts win. For me, Jonathan Taylor's gonna just gonna run all over him probably. Josh, uh, yeah, well, I'm gonna say that uh, the Colts do something they haven't done since uh 2014 and uh win in Jacksonville. Uh, Oof. I'm gonna say the Colts pull it out here. Uh, I'm gonna go uh 20 27 14. Yeah, the the Colts did beat or the 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 Jags beat the Colts at home last season in the first. They lost all those games in a row. Wow. Very true. <laughs> yep. The Colts' last win in Jacksonville it was it was twenty fourteen. Jesus. Wow. It's actually kind of Andrew Luck days maybe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was his last. Uh, not his last, but that was one of. Uh, I'm gonna pick Indianapolis thirty seven thirteen. Just uh, blow out. Yeah, and actually the Colts have something to play for. They clinch a playoff berth with a win. So, um, True. Jonathan Taylor all day. Uh, 31 to 6 Colts is my prediction. Wow. Uh, then we got the Steelers and the Ravens ending the year on a divisional matchup. Um, Parker should be a good one. I'm sure both teams have something to play for, but with other stuff uh, in mind as well. But uh, for this game, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, is Lamar Jackson playing? Don't know. I don't think he's been practicing much. I think he's just going to be shut down for the rest of the season, to be honest. Yeah, yeah well, then, if that's the case, it's just been a, a kind of a sad season for Baltimore, who had lots of high hopes at the beginning, and they just weren't able to have that because of injuries. I mean, I think they had their top two running backs and like a cornerback uh, go down with all ACL tears, so that's <laughs> you can't really play you know, when that's happening. So. Um, I think Pittsburgh, uh, Big Ben's last game as a Steeler potentially is uh, we'll get the win in Baltimore. Uh, we're gonna go twenty-three to twenty-one. Okay. Oh. Um. Uh, I think I'm I'm gonna go with the Ravens at home in this one. Uh, I I like I know they're eight and eight, but they've had several uh. Close games decided, you know, within two or three points. I feel like so. I, I, and I mean, they're five and three at home. Steelers two and five on the road. Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, the Ravens in this one. It's a, I mean, it's a division matchup, so I feel like it'll be close. But uh, I'll take the Ravens twenty three to twenty. Okay. Oh God, you guys' predictions are so close to mine. Um, I'm gonna take Pittsburgh in this one. I again just think that they're gonna be a little bit inspired and want to. Send Ben out uh, with a positive note, I guess. I know they got their win this this past week, but like for an actual career uh, ending kind of win. Uh, some reason that sounds really negative. I don't know why that's career ending win. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, Pittsburgh 23-18. How about you, Rom? I'm going to say 24-17 Steelers. I think they send Big Ben uh, home. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but I think they'll win this game. Um, and with that being said, we'll go on to the Titans at Texans. Um, maybe Derrick Henry will be playing in this one. And wow. just a quick little glimpse, I don't think the Titans have – oh, they do. Um, so they cl- they can clinch the number one seed, uh, a first-round bye and home field advantage for – get ready for this. Uh, Tennessee Titans win. So they can actually just win the game and get uh, home field advantage uh, in a first-round bye. Jesus. Um, 
they can uh, either tie and KC lose or KC lose, Cincinnati lose, New England lose, which won't, won't happen. So uh, we'll stop right there. Um, Parker, what do you think? Yeah, I think Tennessee is going to just – they're just going to win. If if Henry comes back, he's probably just going to just gonna run, and they're going to win 27-17. Uh, to 17. Okay. Ooh, I'm really close to you on that one. Yeah, I think the Titans <laughs> pull it out here. I have them at uh, – 26 to 26 to 18. I think it's absurd that Derrick Henry hasn't played in so long and he's still like sixth in the league in rushing yards. Right. <laughs> right. Good Lord. I think Tennessee is going to be uh, very motivated and they'll do everything they can to win this game. So Tennessee 33 to 18. I'm going to say 38 13. 38 13. See, um, but uh, yeah, thirty-eight, thirteen. Uh, next game, we have the Saints at Falcons. Uh, did Wait, a quick glimpse. Where are the uh, Saints from? Nolens, Nolens. Yeah. Um. Great job, guys. I'm, I'm proud of everybody. But uh, the Saints can actually clinch <laughs> a playoff berth with a win and a San Francisco loss. So, Nolens, 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 Nolens. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> so they still have something to fight for. Thank you very much, Josh. Um, and with that being said, Parker, who, who are you taking here? Um, you said Nolens versus Atlanta. Um, I think, yep. I think, uh, I think Atlanta's gonna stifle them at home in the in the last game Ooh. of the season here. Um, you know, Matthew Ryan, you know, co- could be potentially playing his last game as a. As a Falcon, I don't think anyone's really talking about that, but um, the the possibility of them moving on from him in the offseason is probably a, a very uh, likely possibility with him being super old and you know wanting to be a younger team. So uh, we'll see about that. But I think in his last game at home, I think that he's going to get the win. We're going to go twenty four to twenty one. Uh, yeah. See, I'm I'm on the. Uh... I'm on the flip side of this one. I think the uh, I think the Saints show up in Atlanta and uh, and take a dub here. I'm gonna ride with the uh, I'm gonna ride with the Saints on this one. I'm gonna say uh, 21 to 17. Oh my god! All right. So as Parker was saying earlier, yeah, the, they wanna the Falcons wanna get younger, so they they got some good uh, good some people behind our buddy Felipe Franks. And uh, Josh Rosen. And let's not forget two-time national champion, A.J. McCarron. Uh, So I'm actually going to go with Josh on this one, too. Exactly. Uh, 21-17 Saints. Nice. Uh, Hopefully they don't uh, start Ian Book, uh, whatever the heck his name is for the Saints. But uh, (laughs) Jason... Taysom Hill should get the job done, seventeen to six on the road, um, and I guess we'll see what the, the Niners do. We'll pick them here pretty soon. But next, we'll go uh, Jets at Bills. Um, Parker, before I send it to you, let's see what the Bills got. I don't think they have. Uh, oh, they do. Okay, they can clinch the AFC East title with a Buffalo win um, or uh, New England loss. So uh, if they win, they'll uh, clinch the division. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, th- I think that they're going to do that. Um, and I think that they're going to win this game, thirty-four to seventeen. Nice. Uh, yeah, I I think the Bills win this game pretty big at home. Uh, I got the Bills winning this one, thirty-five to twenty. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. Bills thirty-one to nine. How about you, brother? Uh, Rom. Gosh. <laughs> 27-14. 27-14 Bills. Uh, I'm with you guys. Um, next, we got the the Rams, and I'm sure there's a bunch of fun going on with this game. Uh, oh yeah, I'm just going back and forth here. So the Rams, they can clinch the NFC West division with a win or a tie, or an Arizona Cardinals loss. So, Parker, with that being said, another division title on the line here. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, well, some big um, support coming in for the Rams. Uh, Cam Akers, just six months after tearing his Achilles, is going to be playing um, on Sunday. So, you know, potentially playing, I think. I think he got cleared to play. I don't know if he's going to. But I think he is, yeah. Just six months after tearing that, that um, Achilles. So, he's going to be back in there. Uh, Trey Lance is starting again, I believe, right? Um, I don't know. I think that's an un. Garoppolo uh, taking reps in practice, so who knows? Honestly. Okay. Well, that's going to be weird. Uh, the Rams playing kind of weird right now. We don't know if they're good or bad or what, but um, I think uh, it is San Francisco a, a playoff lock. So San Francisco, they can c- clinch a playoff berth with a win. So they're playing for their season, basically. Okay. Um. You know, I really like the way that they've been playing lately, and I think that 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 they can go into LA and and get a win out of them. And I think that uh, I think that they're going to. Uh, I'm gonna go. We're gonna go 24 to. Um, we're gonna go 20. Okay. Mm. See, I I feel like the 49ers could pull off an upset in this game, and I and I won't be very surprised if they do, but. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with uh, the Rams on this one. Uh, fun fact: I think I saw earlier Cooper Cup has like more fantasy points than like the entire Browns wide receiver core this season. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna take the Rams in this one. Uh, I'll go I'll go with twenty six to I'll go twenty six twenty. God dang it, Josh! You are. <laughs> I agree with everything, Josh. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think the, the Rams are gonna have to put up with a feist of the Rams winning twenty-seven to twenty-one. Yeah. Okay, looks like we're gonna be kind of split on this because I'm taking the 49ers. Um, Let's go, Rob. Thank you. Twenty-three sixteen. I think they're playing for the season, and uh, it might bring out the best in them. So I guess we'll see. Um, Pats at Dolphins. Uh, this one's for you, Josh, to end the year. Um, let's see if we have any clinching scenarios. I'm sure the Patriots have something. Uh, the Patriots have already clinched, I believe. Yeah. It's and just seeding. Yeah. Think. Right. And like we said, said about the Bills, if they, the Patriots win and maybe Buffalo loses, then they then the Patriots take the division. And uh, to, get first, uh, for the, to get the first seed, they would need to win. Buffalo would need to lose. KC would need to lose, and Tennessee would need to lose. So that's probably not going to happen. Uh, Parker, any thoughts? Yeah, this is um, one of those games where you look at it and you go, oh, you know, the uh, the patch should, should win outright. But if I don't know if you guys remember a few years ago that, that weird game at the end of the season. And we are back. Parker, take it away on this game. Yeah, so, um, you know, most of the time you, you look at this game and you go, man, uh, New England, you know, they're going to win this game outright. But – uh, we've seen a few things, you know, a few years ago with that weird game uh, in Miami where that, that weird Hail Mary or play awesome. or whatever that they did, and Gronk uh, dove and could not get the tackle. And uh, 
that was a, a really weird game, and it, it's it's been kind of a weird thing for the Patriots to win in Miami. Um, so, and but with that being said, I, I don't think that it's going to affect them this year. I think New England wins twenty-seven to twenty. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, I try not to pick with my heart, but I'm a million percent doing that this week. Give me the Dolphins <laughs> at home. Absolutely, yeah. we beat the Patriots in Foxborough Week One. Like Damn 17 right. to 16 or something. It was a close game. Uh, while the while I don't love it because the Patriots just hung up 50 on the uh, Jaguars, we are not the Jaguars defense. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to round with the Dolphins in this one. Uh, still low scoring. I'm going to go Dolphins uh, 20 to 14. I feel it, Josh. You got to you gotta speak it into fruition sometimes. I've definitely been there and stuff too. Yeah. Uh, I got to go New England. Um, uh, 28-24, I think uh, the Patriots get a late touchdown to, to win it. So, how about you, Ron? Yeah, yeah I'm a 26-17 Pats. Um, we, can, we can move on real quickly here. We have the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Um, quickly, the Cardinals, they can clinch the, the West Division title with a win and a, and a Rams loss. But other than that, playoff somewhere. Um, but they can with this game and with that being said parker what are your thoughts yeah um seattle's offense coming on uh late here at the end of the season uh big win against uh last week dk metcalf had you know a game for the ages uh dang near but um we have uh a, a cardinals team that if they win aram do they clinch the uh west yeah, they need to win, and the Rams would need to, need lose, to lose for them to so, clinch the West. Going, going with my prediction here, uh, the Rams losing this week, I think that means that Arizona wins, and yeah. I, I think that that they're going to win. Uh, they're going to win thirty to. Uh, we're going to go twenty-one. Nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm also going to round with the Cardinals on this one at home. Uh, I've got the Cardinals winning this one, twenty-six to seventeen. Okay. Nice, nice. Uh, I agree. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Um, just too hard to beat for Seattle on the road. Uh, Arizona, 31-16. Yeah, I am with you guys. 38-35. I think the Cardinals kind of proved why maybe they aren't as bad as we thought they were for uh, the last <laughs> few weeks. But they kind of proved themselves again uh, last week. 38-35 Cardinals. And the next one we got on tap is the uh, Panthers and Buccaneers. And a quick glance, I don't Really, yeah, Buccaneers don't really have anything to, to play for. They already clinched the South Division title. Um, and with that being said, Parker, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that uh, Tampa Bay just wins this game. Uh, you know, no AB, no problem, kind of. Um, I, I think that they can have a successful offense without him. Uh, 30 to 13. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, I mean, the Buccaneers beat the Panthers in Charlotte. Two weeks ago, thirty-two to six. So, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I think the uh, that like carousel like quarterback they've got. Uh, I don't see it getting any better for them right now in Carolina. So, I've got the Bucks winning this one, thirty to fourteen. Nice. I will stick with Tampa Bay as well. Tom Brady, ten yards away from five thousand passing yards on the season. Um, as well, kind of interesting. Darnold and Brady have the same amount of uh, interceptions. But Darnold has played, I think, a few less games because. Now, why is everyone talking about Aaron Rodgers getting this MVP and not Tom Brady? Right. I was looking at the comparisons, and Brady kind of blows him out of the water with the yards. I know. Yeah. 
Uh, Tampa Bay, 28-9. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Uh, 34-17, Tampa Bay. Um, and we are finally at the last game, a big game. This is going to basically win and get in. Uh, and it's going to be played in Vegas. Should be even more fun. I believe last year this game went down to a quarterback sneak win from the Chargers. And I'm sure the Raiders have yeah. remembered that. And um, there'll be a lot on the line here. The Raiders did a really good job of kind of just crawling back into the race. And now they have a chance to make the playoffs, which would be really weird. Uh, but with that being said, Parker, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, um, it, it kind of right now seems it, it would be hard to uh, to envision the, the Chargers not making the uh, playoffs with that vibrant uh, personality of, of Justin Herbert and, you know, just that, that team that seems to be so wanting to be so good but just can't seem to, to figure out how to be that elite team yet. But um, I, th- I think that, uh, they're going to go into Vegas and win thirty-one to twenty-eight. I just think that they're just a a better team overall. Yeah, the last time these two teams faced off in LA, uh, the Chargers, uh, the Chargers ended up winning uh, twenty-eight to fourteen. Uh, I think uh, it'll be a little bit of a closer game this time, but I I still think the Chargers will be able to pull it out. So uh, I've got the Chargers winning this one, twenty-six uh, twenty-four. Nice, nice. I will agree with that as well. Uh, Chargers just a little bit too good. Uh, 27 to 24. How about you, Rome? I'm with you guys. I'm going to say 35 to 21, but uh, the Raiders possibly uh, will be getting back Darren Waller, who's been out for the last few weeks. So I should. I mean, I haven't, I've haven't. i had him on my team, fantasy teams this year, and they just don't throw to him enough uh, as they should. So I don't think he'll be that much of a factor, if any. Um, but uh, 35-21, if they really want to try to win the game, I would throw it to that guy. But, um, yeah, that, that should uh, end the week. Uh, we have some exciting – this is the last regular season game, guys. So, um, congrats on first making it ever, this far. Uh, it's our first ever week 18 in the NFL, too, isn't it? Exactly. Right. Yeah, and that just kind of recaps this whole crazy year of uh, uh, NFL action. So, uh, Parker, we'll start with you. Any final thoughts before we uh, – wrap things up here yeah i mean just in the season uh well first i'll just talk about the week here um i just want to shout out uh, my boy jamar chase who's you know was was a was like an accidental pick in my fantasy uh uh, uh draft um you know as the rom knows i believe we were talking to each other i'm i ran out of time and it had picked me jamar chase and you know at first you know this was Damn. during the the times of dropping and all that kind of stuff, which seems so far away, uh, you know, now that we're, you know, 17 weeks later, but Aram, I just want to say, you know, congratulations uh, to your Vikings for just getting this guy off to a great start to his career and just letting that kind of be the base of his, uh, you know, season all the way through here. So, you know, you guys kind of unlocked the code for him and uh, he's just been going good. And 266 receiving yards this past week and three touchdowns uh, to, to kind of cap his year off. Uh, I mean, rookie of the year has got to go to him now. I mean, that's kind of unbelievable that it – that I mean, I get Mac Jones, but we're talking about situation. Uh, you know, Bill Belichick, you know, already a system in place. You know, not that that's not happening in – in uh, Cincinnati, but, you know, a lot of people, you know, myself included, I believe Aram included as well, thought Zach Taylor was just was a, a clown and a goon, but, you know, maybe he's a good coach. Oh. 
He has a really but, good quarterback. I know Cincinnati, they have a franchise quarterback. Yeah, yeah, they they do years. that. They, they do have that. And one thing I have to add, uh, Zimmer was a defensive coordinator for the Bengals. So he's just saying, hey, guys, remember me? You're welcome. You're to, welcome. To Jamar Chase. So uh, there's that. Anything else, Parker? Um, well, that's just on the season or on the on the week, but on the season as like a as like a total, it's just uh, just crazy how many games that we've talked about and predicted over this this you know seventeen eighteen week uh, you know season here, and you know now that we're in the new year twenty twenty two, it's just crazy that the season is is already gone, and uh, you know I was just thinking about it at work today, just wow, you know we've we've already got you know predicting the last week of the season already and that's just uh just kind of uh bittersweet almost should be even more fun here coming up for the next four weeks with the Super Bowl coming up yeah so yeah anything uh from you Josh yeah I just want to give a quick shout out to uh all the Jacksonville Jaguars fans that are going to show up this week uh Uh, I really hope they show out, man. I really do. I do too. Me and Aram would go if we lived in Jacksonville. (laughs) I still can't help but feel like the real clowns are the people that still show up and put money in that man's pockets. But uh, yeah, so uh, again, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. I think I'm, I think I'm like twenty three and nine in my prediction so far. So not nice, not bad if I say so myself. But yeah, like I said, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I've enjoyed it, and uh, I'm interested to see how these playoffs uh, work, work out. Yeah. Tony? Well, I didn't get to say it earlier because I decided to have to work, uh, but want to shout out Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, and C.J. Stroud for me. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely <laughs> talked about it, don't you? Tony, you go back and you listen. You listen. I shouted it out uh, for you. Thank you very much. I I was at work, so I couldn't watch the game. But oh my god, I was sitting on pins and needles watching that game, or like looking at it, go looking like swiping forth. up, going, "Oh my god, oh my god, come yeah. on, kick a field goal, kick a field goal!" Like, yeah, I was like in the in the back produce room, like, "Come on, guys, you can fucking do this." But uh, censor <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, also. Uh, on top of that, just um, really excited to see how these playoffs go with you guys. And uh, now, Tony, just a quick okay. Well, hold on, I'm talking. Hold on, a quick question for you after you're done. A quick question. <laughs> what? All right. Uh, so yeah, just really uh, in- excited to talk about these playoff games with you guys, Parker. What's your question? We we briefly talked about a a, a eight team playoff, and I would just like to get your thoughts on that. Yes. You think that we should? <laughs> okay. Yep. But, okay. Well, quick and simple. I like it. Yeah, quick and simple. <laughs> and with that being said, that will do it for the 27th episode, guys. So uh, thank you very much. Well, for Rob, what about in. your thoughts on the season? Honestly, my thoughts are your guys' thoughts. I'm just glad we are on a podcast together and just talking about it all. And it's going to get even better from here with uh, oh, yeah. seasons on the line and championships Boom. on the line so um, yeah, i just we'll, think next week we'll be predicting the uh playoffs that's going to be kind of interesting all right we'll see who gets in who's uh unfortunately out but uh, with that being said that's been another edition of a yeah guys podcast i was joined with my three co-host beauties uh thank you very much Bye-bye. bye bye bye